You are listening to Radio Free Nashville, WRFN, Pasquo, Tennessee.
Hi, this is Avery, and you're listening to Cosmosis on Radio Free Nashville.
Hello and welcome to Cosmosis, kicking off today's show with a trio of solo Beatle bootlegs. Now, I listen to a radio show each week hosted by a guy named Casey Petrowski, and the show's called simply The Beatles Show. I love it. It's a great show. It's one of the most interesting radio shows around. He always finds new ways of analyzing and grouping and talking about the Beatles' music, both as a group and as solo artists. And the particular show I was listening to recently was the best solo Beatle bootleg tracks that are out there. And uh, now the show did include Ringo, but I didn't include Ringo in mine. I'm sorry, Ringo, but I just uh, nothing that was played. I found that interesting. But anyway, uh, what you heard was George Harrison with Abandoned Love. That's a song that was written by Bob Dylan. Now, Bob Dylan uh, left his version unreleased for oh, about 15 years. George Harrison recorded his version in the 1980s. Harrison's version has not been released. Dylan's version ended up coming out on the box set Biograph, which came out in the late 1980s. So Harrison's version not released. Dylan's did uh, get released, and well, Dylan's is better. But hey, that's an interesting version by George. Before that, Paul McCartney and Wings, the song called Water Spout, and that's an unreleased track from the 1977 London Town Sessions. I believe there's going to be an expanded version of that album coming out soon. So if you're a fan of that album, we might uh, get Water Spout as one of those extra tracks on uh, London Town coming up. And uh, kicking off today's show, John Lennon recorded in 1977 at the Dakota Building in New York City. He was out of music at the time and uh, was just kind of hanging out doing the husband thing and the father thing. And uh, he did record some demos. That's one of them, Free as a Bird. And the Beatles would eventually uh, finish that song as part of the anthology series in... uh, what was it, 1995, I believe. So that's John Lennon's demo that they used for Free as a Bird. This is Cosmosis right now, Erica Badu.
I. S T S M S I S T S M S I S T S M S I S
Patty Austin and James Ingram, Baby Come to Me. And I remember listening to Casey Kasem, and that was the number one song. And it reminds me of wintertime. Why does it remind me of wintertime? Because, well, that's when it was out the second time. Big story behind this one. It was written by uh, R&B songwriting legend Rod Temperton, produced by Quincy Jones. We'll hear more from Quincy Jones later on in the show. But uh, And, of course, those two guys, their most favorite, uh, most famous collaborator was Michael Jackson. But this song, Baby Come to Me, was recorded in 1981, uh, released in April of 1982, and stalled on the lower rungs of the charts. Didn't even hit the top 40. 
the soap opera General Hospital. Remember that? Yeah, remember that show? It was on uh, like 3 o'clock in the afternoon in my time. Uh, anyway, that show began to feature the song as the love theme for Luke Spencer. You remember that guy, the Luke and Laura guy? If you don't remember him, you're too young. Go look it up. It was a pretty big deal back in the 1980s. And as a result of the TV exposure, the song was re-released in October of 1982, hit number one in February of 1983. Always reminds me of winter. I'm sure it was because we had school days or snow days. Uh, school days called off because of snow and uh, got to stay home and listen to the radio. And that song was probably all over it back then. Before that, a song that reminds me of summer, Earth, Wind, and Fire, After the Love is Gone. I remember going to baseball practice when I was like uh, nine or ten years old and uh, that song was all over the radio they had a radio blasting out of the uh, coach's house and that that song or coach's um, warming room or cooling room whatever you want to call it not house but uh, and that song was always blasting uh, on at baseball practice so that song reminded me of summer and then a song that doesn't remind me of any season at all Erica Badu didn't you know here on Cosmosis well we've come to the point we're going to remember uh a legend that we lost, and uh, his name is Peter Tork. And, uh, yeah, he was with the Monkees. Stephen Stills recommended he try out for the gig with the Monkees after Stills was reportedly turned down. Peter Tork died at the age of 77, had some health issues, including tongue cancer. Going to hear three songs in which he contributed in different ways. We're going to kick it off with a song called Shades of Grey here on Cosmosis as we remember the late, great Peter Tork of the Monkees. When the world and I were young Just yesterday Life was such a simple game A child could play It was easy then to tell Right from wrong Easy then to tell Weak from strong When a man should stand
picture Auntie Griselda She says she knows my kind, she might maybe so Oh yeah, she's raised you right, your Auntie Griselda You only know the things she wants you to know I know she's having a fit She doesn't like me a bit No bird of grace ever lit on Auntie Griselda Her style, your Auntie Griselda She couldn't budge a smile and do it for free So righteous making fudge, your Auntie Griselda So proper judging others over her tea You look just like her, you do I know by looking at you that you've been listening to your Auntie Griselda Oh no, don't look at me like Auntie Griselda It takes much more to be someone of your own You've got to make it free from Auntie Griselda For just like her you'll have to make it alone
That song called For Pete's Sake by the Monkees, that ended up being uh, their outro theme for their TV show. And Peter Tork wrote that song. Wasn't singing lead or anything, but he wrote that one. The song before that, Your Auntie Griselda, uh, Peter Tork sang that one. And uh, before that, Shades of Grey, where Peter Tork sang co-lead with Davy Jones. Now, those three songs came from two albums, two of the earliest albums I remember listening to growing up at all, uh, Headquarters and More of the Monkees. And, of course, the Monkees were a manufactured group made for TV, uh, but on the album Headquarters, they managed to take creative control, and the result, if you've never heard it, it's a raggedly beautiful and important album. So we remember Peter Tork of the Monkees, of the songs you heard there, in the order that they were heard, Shades of Grey, Your Auntie Griselda, and For Pete's Sake, here on Cosmosis. Right now, David Bowie.
Shuggy Otis from the 1971 LP Freedom Flight. And uh, that song uh, was covered by the Brothers Johnson in 1977. And the Brothers Johnson version was much better known. And that Brothers Johnson version was also uh, produced by Quincy Jones. Well, yeah, we didn't hear the song. But anyway, it was produced by Quincy Jones. Top five hit on the pop charts. Number one soul single. And Shuggy Otis is the son of Johnny Otis, best known for the Willie and the Hand Jive tune uh, back in the day. Before that, Cluster and Enos 
Steinsome and uh, Cluster German Electronic Group and Brian Eno, an English musician, producer, engineer, that kind of thing. And the album's called Cluster and Eno. That was recorded in Germany, released in 1977. Before that, David Bowie from the album Aladdin Sane and Panic in Detroit, that from 1973. Thank you so much for listening to Cosmosis. Uh, don't forget about the website, radiocosmosis.com. You can uh, find past shows there to listen to. If you like what you're hearing and want to hear other shows uh, that we've done, you can go to radiocosmosis.com. We have our playlists there as well. And if you want to contact me, that email address is dj at radiocosmosis.com. Going to close out this hour of Cosmosis with a Rossini piece performed by the Hungarian virtuosi with Tomas Benedict conducting. It's the String Sonata Number no. 1, Movement 1, Marato, here on Cosmosis.
Obstructive sleep apnea may sound like snoring, but it can also sound like a car crash. Those suffering from sleep apnea are seven times more likely to be involved in or cause a fatal car accident, 20 times more likely to suffer from high blood pressure, eight times more likely to suffer a stroke, and 10 times more likely to suffer a heart attack in their sleep. While it may only sound like snoring, sleep apnea is a serious and even life-threatening condition. But it can be successfully treated. Consult with an oral and facial surgeon as part of a sleep medicine team to find out if your snoring is more than just snoring. Oral and facial surgeons are the experts in face, mouth, and jaw surgery. Learn more about obstructive sleep apnea at myoms.org. You're listening to WRFNLP Pasquo, Radio Free Nashville, 103.7 and 107.1 on the FM dial. Well, I said, Dobby, L.J., it really tastes good to me. Oh, 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 Dobby, L.J., won't you take a drink with me? It's a good, good wine It really make you feel so fine. So, fine, so fine Well, I went to the store When they opened up the door I said, please, please, please Give me some more White port White, the P is a port, L is a 
this hour of cosmosis with a couple of doo-wop tracks the fireflies you were mine and i used to listen to a lot of old air checks radio air checks online because well it's interesting hearing how radio used to be so much different than it is now used to be a lot more fun a lot more adventurous a lot more um, 
innovative, creative, uh, not so cookie cutter, not so careful in a lot of ways. And uh, one of the songs I heard on a lot of 1950s air checks was that Firefly song, You Were Mine, so maybe a little more popular than I thought it was. Before that, uh, the four deuces, WPLJ, and that uh, couple versions, well, the four deuces, the one you heard, Frank Zappa did a remake of that one. And uh, that is actually a New York radio station, WPLJ. used to be owned by Cumulus, the big broadcasting company. They're selling it to another company. And there's a Nashville connection there. One of my old bosses in Nashville radio, David Labrosi, used to be the uh, program director over at Oldies 96.3 back in the uh, 1990s. He is actually the program director at WPLJ right now. That's a legendary station in New York City. Scott Shannon used to be on it. Uh, they used to have a lot of great stuff going on. Well, not doing so great right now, so hopefully Dave will end up okay after that sale of WPLJ. Right now, Ray Charles on Cosmosis. Now my room has got two windows, but the sunshine never comes through. You know it's always dark and dreary since I broke off, baby, with you. Deceiver, he was just a talking trash. Now, when he promised you the fur coat that day, 
He was just trying to make things go his way And honey, you were the believer He wasn't the deceiver He was just the talking Listen to me Now when I bought my car The salesman told me it'll do 150 flat I thought I had a hot potato, but then I found out later he was just a talking trash. Baby, when I bought the car, I was willing to bet. I thought that it would run like a new Corvette. But I thought I had a hot potato, but then I found out later that he was just a talking trash. Now this phrase was made. For honest aides who can't live up to promises made Let me show you just how life is When you tell someone about our chat I'll bet a nickel to a dollar The first thing they will holler is He was just a talking trash Baby, but I must admit That you're kind of cute And it would be sort of nice to talk some trash to you. If Sam was just talking trash. Yeah, I'll bet a nickel to a dollar. The first thing they will holler is he was just talking trash. And thanks. Two of my favorite singers of all time, Sam Cooke, talking trash. And I think there's a Netflix special that is reinvestigating the death of Sam Cooke. Died under mysterious circumstances at a hotel. And uh, he was shot uh, by, I believe, an employee of the hotel after he had supposedly been robbed by uh, someone in his hotel room. So some very strange, dodgy circumstances. And they never really got to the bottom of exactly what happened. I have a feeling it's a lot shadier than we really want to know with old Sam Cook. Before that, Ray Charles hanging out on Lonely Avenue. Right now, the Leuven Brothers on Cosmosis. I should have waited They say I'm missing A whole world of fun But I am happy And I sing with pride I like the Christian life I won't lose a friend By find pleasure in things I despise. I To lead them to walk in the light 
favorite vocal groups or duos you heard the statler brothers and don't wait on me before that johnny and jack uh, recorded on the 18th of december 1958 at the rca victor studio located on hawkins street in nashville tennessee johnny wright and jack anglin uh, produced by chet atkins featuring a couple of people you know including uh Floyd Kramer on piano, that song called Just When I Needed You. And the Leuven Brothers, uh, The Christian Life from the album Satan is Real, which has one of the best, worst album covers of all time. And if, you, if you've never seen it, go check it out. Uh, the way I found out about that song, The Birds did a cover of that for their uh, Sweetheart of the Rodeo album. But uh, yeah, three of my favorite vocal groups or duos right there. Uh, I had to play some just in that mood today here on Cosmosis. Well, we're going to... Um, Remember a music legend right now, a guy that was behind the scenes quite a bit. Um, his name Fred Foster, and uh, he was in the music industry from way back in the day, 1950s and such. And I uh, recently read an interview with him in a magazine called Tape Out Magazine, which is a home recording magazine. You can get it for free, actually. And uh, if you're a music nerd like I am, you don't even have to be into home recording. They have all kinds of interviews with all kinds of people in the industry. It's obviously focused a little more on recording, but Fred Foster talked about days of recording Roy Orbison and uh, Monument Records, which he was the head of, uh, actually owner of Monument Records, and uh, that's the label that put out all of Roy Orbison's big music. Well, Fred died, and uh, we're going to pay tribute to him now with uh, some artists that he worked with uh, behind the scenes here on Cosmosis. Your baby doesn't love you anymore 
days before the end Whisper secrets to the wind Your baby won't be near you anymore Tender nights before they fly Send falling stars that seem to
If it sounds country, man, that's what it is. It's a country song. Yeah, okay. Where one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Busted flat and Baton Rouge and heading for the trains. Feeling nearly faded as my jeans. Bobby thumbed a diesel down just before it rained. Took us all away to New Orleans. I took my harpoon out of my dirty red bandana and was blowing sad while Bobby sang the blues. With them windshield wipers slapping time and Bobby clapping hands, we finally sang or failed the song that driver knew. Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose. Nothing ain't worth nothing, but it's free. Feeling good was easy, Lord, when Bobby sang the blues. Feeling good was good enough for me. Good enough for me and Bobby McGee. From the coal mines of Kentucky to the California sun, Bobby shared the secrets of my soul. Standing right beside me, Lord. Everything I'd done Every night she kept me from the cold Then somewhere near Salinas, Lord, I let her slip away Looking for the home I hope she'll find And I'd trade all my tomorrows for a single yesterday Holding Bobby's body next to mine Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose Nothing left is all she left for me Feeling good was easy, Lord, when Bobby sang the blues. Buddy, that was good enough for me. Good enough for me and Bobby McGee. Da 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 da
Chris Christopherson, and maybe some of you didn't know that, that's the guy who wrote it. Yeah, Chris Christopherson wrote it along with Fred Foster for Chris Christopherson's self-titled debut LP called Christopherson. Me and Bobby McGee, of course, taken to uh, New Heights by Janis Joplin later on. Before that, Dolly Parton and Dumb Blonde, and uh, that was released on Fred Foster's Monument Records label in 1967, recorded at the Fred Foster Sound Studio in Nashville. That was Dolly's first top 40 country hit, so she ended up obviously doing pretty well for herself. And before that, another track on the Monument label from 1964, Roy Orbison, It's Over, and a Monument Records would put out uh, Orbison's most successful singles, including Only the Lonely, Running Scare, Pretty Woman, all of that. And uh, yeah, if you can find that tape op interview with Fred Foster, definitely worth taking a look at that. Very interesting about working with Roy Orbison and such. And uh, Foster, I believe, actually passed on buying Elvis's contract, was outbid uh, by RCA, but uh, otherwise he was in the bidding and wanted to buy Elvis's contract contract and boy things would have probably been a lot different uh, had that happened but yeah we remember the late great fred foster here on cosmosis right now lenny kravitz
This is my segment, and it's kind of a mean one, called Three Artists Whose Music, in my opinion, regressed as their careers went on. I know, I'm going to get beat up for this probably, but uh, you heard U2 there from the album War, 1983. Two hearts beat as one, and listening to that, I'm thinking, I think this might be U2's most underappreciated song. Uh, it, it was kind of known, but it was kind of overshadowed by Sunday Bloody Sunday and uh, some other ones, uh, New Year's Day, Gloria, but uh, that's one of my favorites, Two Hearts Beat as One by U2 from the album War, and as their career has gone on, I've just, I'm not not that into it anymore, Not and maybe maybe you are, maybe you aren't, they're still a huge uh, grossing act live, obviously, but um, yeah, I think they peaked for me maybe in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, before that, R.E.M. from the album Fables of the Reconstruction, 1985, can't get there from here, and yeah, for them, they jumped the shark, so to speak, for me with Losing My Religion, uh, the Out of Time album. I really liked their stuff up until that point, and then it just, I don't know, didn't seem like R.E.M. anymore. And before that, Lenny Kravitz, Let Love Rule, loved his first three or four records. Uh, not so much after that. So that uh, debut album came out in 1989 here on Cosmosis. And yeah, maybe you disagree, and that is just fine. If you do, feel free to get your own radio show and talk about it. And you can do that by going to RadioFreeNashville.org, uh, shameless self-promotion plug of the station here. And uh, you can find out information about this station, all of our programming, how to donate, how to buy stuff, and how to get your own radio show. All that information available at RadioFreeNashville.org, and you can get your own show and talk about maybe how U2's career has gotten better or R.E.M.'s career has gotten better or Lenny Kravitz's career has gotten better. Feel free to go ahead and do that. RadioFreeNashville.org. Right now, one of my favorite singers of all time, Dusty Springfield here on Cosmosis. I'll never forget you for what 
Joe Jackson, Be My Number Two. Before that, Bobby Gentry, Casket Vignette. And uh, boy, I tell you, there's been a lot of uh, Bobby Gentry stuff going on. That box set that came out last year that's absolutely wonderful. I highly recommend that. And then I believe her second album called The Delta Suite or Sweetie. Delta Sweetie, uh, a bunch of uh, current artists are covering that album and putting it out. So uh, Bobby getting a lot of uh, a lot of attention, even though she doesn't want the spotlight. Her music is getting the attention, and that's what's important. She, of course, now a recluse uh, living somewhere down in Tennessee. Before that, Dusty Springfield from the album Dusty in Memphis. So much love. That is going to wrap it up for this edition of Cosmosis. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week, everybody. Yeah.